another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to The Gathering Songs. Where is that book? Here's the rest of the materials you requested. Will I get to talk to the Skeksis? I have so many questions. Oh, the Lords don't like questions. Oh, why don't they like questions? How else do we learn? So you can read. Oh, how wonderful. I, too, am a connoisseur of the written word. (gasps) I've read all about you. I see you've done your research. I have tomes that go back a thousand tries. What are those funny marks? This is all writing. What's writing? Words that stay. When single shines the triple sun, what was sundered and undone shall be whole, the two made one. Hello and welcome to The Gathering Songs. I'm Philip and I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. I guess for anyone who is new to the show, The Gathering Songs is sort of our deep dive discussions on the Dark Crystal. And uh, this has been something that, I mean, for anyone who's new, I mean, these are shows I had done quite a while ago, breaking down the books. Um, I think I think it all started with the creation myths, and then we deep dive into the, the young adult novels um, with, with Joe's books, uh, which have been, you know, so much fun to, to deep dive. And, um, but I know, I know last year was, there was a bit of an absence with those shows just because, well, we had a lot of age resistance to talk about, but while things are sort of, you know, a bit quiet with age resistance, you know, still wondering, you know, what's happening with the future of the show and all that kind of stuff, you know, I wanted to bring them back, uh, you know, continue the gathering songs and, and, and more so especially to, um, to wrap up, uh, Joe's fourth book in particular, Flames of the dark crystal um which i mean which that book came out pretty much a couple of days um before the show so you know as part of this sort of this new sort of you know bringing this show back um we've, we've got quite a few guests on this show um especially uh who will be the the new host um for the gathering songs is uh jason delgado so jason how are you going and thanks for being you know part of the sort of the trial by stone and now with the gathering songs like with the with this um new show that we're getting together yeah howdy um it's definitely my pleasure to be here i know i was waiting for the fourth book discussion to come out because i always love reading the books and then listening along with y'all and so it's definitely an honor for me to help continue to bring back the gathering songs and well i I just looked it up you started the gathering songs it looks like the first post of it was december of 2017 so yeah it has has been around a while so i'm I'm very happy that it's back now yeah absolutely yeah like i know originally um i think when we did start them there were sort of like as trial by stone sort of episodes but then I think it was probably in 2017 that I decided to sort of, you know, well, probably repackage them into sort of their own, their own shows, which they were to, you know, to an extent in a way. So, oh, that's um, right. and yeah, I, yeah, 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 totally. So, I mean, for any of the, um, the listeners, like if you want to listen to all the previous episodes of the gathering songs, um, the best way you can do that is going to darkcrystalpodcast.com. And if you just hover your mouse over the um, podcast and then click on um, gathering songs and that should give you like, you know, be able to easily search through um, the list of all the, um, the episodes that 
that yeah that we've made so um yeah so it's just awesome and i guess you know you know with this episode we want to talk about age resistance but also probably introduce everyone because i think for a lot of people this is probably going to be the first sort of show that they probably listen to so i mean Jason, I mean, of course, uh, you're probably well known, of course, on, on YouTube. Um, you have your own sort of Dark Crystal YouTube channel, the, the Dark Crystal Conjunction. Um, so how's that been going for you? I know you've been doing quite a few like um, live streaming of, of the video game with um, Tactics. Yeah, it's been going good. Uh, speaking of hi- hiatus, I actually took a hiatus from the channel for almost a year a lot of personal life things got mm. busy um but once age of resistance came back the excitement was just too great a lot of friends and online friends like in, in reality in pe- person friends uh, were encouraged me to do it again and kind yeah. of have that as my creative outlet because they're like you're, you're always talking about it just put it out there i was like okay so um yeah. <laughs> so I, i'm really happy to be back doing that it's a lot of fun for me uh, i think it's helped that i haven't put any pressure like i'm gonna have a video out every week or else I'm going to not sleep, you know, that was just too much. So it's, I do it in my hobby time. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been a lot more fun, a lot more freeing. Everyone's understood. Um, it, it grew significantly when age of resistance came out with all the excitement. So I'm, I'm happy to have a place on the YouTube area or dream space, as I call it, uh, to, to have dark yes. crystal conjunctions. <laughs> Cause there's a lot of great groups on Facebook. There's a group on Reddit, which I also help moderate actually, and um, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr too. There's just there's all these little spheres of dark crystal fandom all over the place. So it's it's nice to be able to mm. help out here and there in some of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I actually like even like there are some like even on Discord. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Of all places as well. So that's that's kind of like really yeah really interesting to yeah like all these you know different different like little communities sort of happening. So. Mm-hmm you know all for the love of the show so no which is pretty incredible i feel like somebody should draw up um a mock-up of agra's orrery and that symbol with like the heavens and all the extending circles and shapes and then like in each one is like um a part of the dark crystal community you put like the crystal shard in one and you put like a reddit in the other one you put like all the youtube channels in the ones in the discords and like that would be a cool image to just share around like a little map of the fandom. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That, that would that nice. would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> if no one else does it, I'm I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so um, so Cindy, I guess you know, you've been you know just recently part of this the Trial by Stone family, like you know through the main podcast and I'm the been baby. doing interviews and yeah yeah. So now it's just awesome to have you you know to be a part of this as well with the Gathering Songs. Because I think I'm, I think you might have mentioned like when we first um, had you on the show, and I think the Gathering Songs was almost sort of your first sort of introduction like to the Dark Crystal podcast in that way. It really was. Um, I was just really, really heavily invested in Joe's novels, and I was looking for a podcast specifically that was discussing the books, and because um, I'm a bit of a, a literature nerd, and I like um, exploring literature and like characters and um you know plot theories and things of that nature so i was like you know there's some good material in here in this dark crystal expanded universe let's see who else is talking about it and i found gathering songs and um that was my my introduction to trial by stone and it branched off into oh these guys are legit they interview people and stuff too let's uh let's follow them so yeah (laughs) yeah, and then the rest is soon to be history i think let's see (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah so no again thank you so much yeah for being yeah part of the gathering songs and uh, like i mean that's the thing with you know with these shows is there's a lot of dark crystal now 
um, more than ever, you know, especially Joe's books. And um, I know Joe's going to be releasing, uh, I think, uh, the songs of the seven Gelfling clans. So yeah. And the bestiary. Yes. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, yes yeah, so, uh, <laughs> no so no that, that, that's gonna be really exciting to really can you do. hear my drool can yeah. you hear it <laughs> <laughs> oh totally yeah um so i guess you know you know introductions with with, with our next guest of course um is uh nancy nancy so nancy again want to thank you for I, you know being being on the on the shows uh thanks for having me back again looking forward to it yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I guess, you know, for anyone who, who is new, you know, to this uh, show as well, um, Nancy, I guess sort of, you know, your background, especially with Dark Crystal, um, you sort of go back, I mean, of course, you know, being in, in some of the, you know, with the early shows, of course, with the Gathering songs, mm-hmm. um, but also um, you, you uh, participated with, um, well, really the first sort of, the thing that really sort of brought Dark Crystal, you know, trying to bring Dark Crystal back was, um was the author quest on um darkcrystal.com so i I just love to know yeah just you know for anyone who's new you know just sort of Mm how do you get into the dark crystal you know through that author quest that you you know participated in uh well one of my uh, friends actually told me about that and um said since she knew i loved dark crystal told me you know i should try to write a story for it and i was like yeah that sounds like a lot of fun and um turned out i ended up being in one of the top five which i did not expect because i just kind yeah. of turned in and was like well there's no way i'm going to get into the finals of this but it certainly was fun to write and um it uh ended up in um the arthur quest uh set basically uh the chosen was mine under nancy gray yep so and I, I loved it, by the way, Nancy. I think it's really fun to read. And I'm, oh, thank you. Yeah, really big fan. It was really exciting. I honestly, um, I talked back and forth to Joey while we were in the top five, and you know, it was one of those things that um, I was really hoping he w- he would get it if um, I didn't, because we were getting kind of close. Because found out we were like both graphic designers and had all these like di- different things that we had in common, and. Um, I was really happy he got it, though, because he did a really, really good job, and I knew that he would. But um, it was still really exciting, and it was a lot of fun. And I'm so happy that I at least got to be, you know, represented in the Arthur, Arthur Quest, because I loved my characters. Yeah. <laughs> now that we kind of fall in love with your characters, you know? <laughs> yeah, t- absolutely, yeah. And, of course, I mean, uh, for, you know, for any of the listeners, of course, um, I think when when the author quest ended and with the top five stories um, that, you know, got, you know, uh, they actually got released as a sort of a special um, ebook. Um, so I think if you just search Dark Crystal ebook author quest, um, you should be able to find um, uh, those sort of those five short stories, um, you know, that were chosen as sort of, yeah, the top five for the author quest. So, um yeah so no that, that's really that's it was just really awesome and um and also i guess you know for yourself i mean you're you're a writer yourself so i mean you have been writing quite a few books as well so um no which has been really cool yeah mm-hmm. our, our other guest of course is uh peter peter m so peter i just want to say thank you for being on this podcast oh thanks for having me back it's always a pleasure lots of fun things to talk about yeah absolutely yeah i know so much dark, dark crystal to sort of deep dive into like you know for, for future shows and 
um, and with the show as well. So no, which is really um, awesome. And and I guess like Peter. Um, so of course you know you you've been in like a lot of the you know the early shows. I think you know probably almost all the way back to um, the creation myths. So that's right. Um, yeah. So there always been a lot of fun and um, like always like I think it was one of those things I always remembered like doing those shows was um i think at the start i thought oh you know we'll probably be able to wrap up you know a volume in in, in one episode and uh, get it through and but um it, it never was a case because you know every time we were talking there was always something to deep dive into so which is always like really fun and um and of course i think peter i think you also um uh you know entered you know the, the contest as well um with, with right. the author quest yeah yeah yeah, so I didn't place as highly as Nancy. Uh, great story, by the way, Nancy. Uh, but Thank I was you. pretty happy with showing up in the top 20. So it meant I got an invitation to New York, which, of course, I jumped on. And that was a lot of fun. Nice. So uh, I haven't actually checked back to see if my story is available still on uh, the AuthorQuest website, but I should probably put it up on my own website. So I really enjoyed, as Nancy said, creating the characters. But um, definitely you could see the, the effort that so many authors put in to uh, tie it in with the mythos, uh, which Joey did amazingly well. Mm. So he was actually kind enough to give me some feedback uh, after the, uh, uh, the New York meeting. Uh, he yeah. read my story and sent me some wonderfully detailed notes. And so that was very buoying to hear, oh, well, you know, I can see why, you know, this worked and this didn't with, you know, why they chose different people to do different things. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's everybody has their own wonderful takes on the world of the Dark Crystal. Uh, and we got to see so many of them in the author quest, almost 500 entries in that. And I've been kind of riding that wave of, oh, there's so many other fans out there ever since. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. We, 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 yeah, with that Dark Crystal, when that website came out, darkcrystal.com. And um, yeah, and just, you know, having that contest and, and which sort of started, yeah, I mean, you know, yourselves and a lot of other fans sort of getting into active discussions, um, especially when they had the, the forums sort of in the early days. Um, so that was always, a, you know, a lot of fun to sort of... Um, to, to read up and yeah, it was just always, yeah, pretty, pretty cool to, um, you know, sort of, it sort of started in a way with, with the website and, um, and especially like with this podcast as well, like the, you know, the first episode I, I interviewed Joe and I think really a big part of what sort of what I got into, I mean, it's something I've always wanted to do a podcast, but then I think with Dark Crystal, you know, coming back with these young adult novels, that was sort of the big thing that sort of like, um, to to make to make these shows and to have uh, Joe as a guest on the first episode um, was yeah pr- pretty awesome and just you know always have a great time um, having him um, on the podcast so no it's 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 and it's been cool just and th- that's a big thing like you know I really wanted to wrap up um, Flames of the Dark Crystal the 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 sort of the quadrilogy of um, the young adult novels so um, which has been uh, really cool yeah. Mm-hmm. and um and i guess you know you know as for you know for this episode we're just sort of you know doing you know sort of the introductions this is sort of i guess it is like a pretty much like a fresh start to the gathering songs um but i thought you know we, we might as well probably talk about age of resistance um just so just a general discussion just sort of our thoughts and feelings and and um and sort of and, and probably one of the big things that we'll probably discuss about is sort of um the connections between age of resistance and the books 
because I know they'll probably be something that'll probably pop up a lot. Um, I think especially as we get to um, uh, Flames of the Dark Crystal. Uh, so for anyone who's new to the show, like there'll, there'll be spoilers just for Age of Resistance, um, the season and, and the first uh, three books um, with the young adult novels mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Shadows of the Dark Crystal, Song of the Dark Crystal and Tides of the Dark Crystal. Just for any listeners, you know, want to know way in advance sort of thing. So um, if you needed to pause and read those books and come back, then yeah, definitely um, <laughs> jump in and, and listen to the rest of the conversation um <laughs> go read them go read yes. them yes yeah. don't take too long no. <laughs> yeah it shouldn't take you too long just pull yourself up for a few hours it's yeah. fine <laughs> and and so i mean I, I might as well start um with yourself um nancy I, I i guess because i know nancy and peter um i know we haven't had you on the show for a while and i guess I, i've actually been wanting to know like what what were your thoughts like with the show like when you saw it for the first time and all the things that sort of been going on with um with the dark crystal age of resistance so i might start with yourself nancy Uh, yeah okay um well um like uh what i thought of the starting the podcast or the books i mean um i was very very nervous to be on a podcast (laughs) um there's um it's been neat kind of watching the progression of the books and seeing where the joey is taking them um of course you know we had to kind of have an idea of which way we would take the novels and it was different than the way that i had envisioned it but i liked what he did with them you know it was one of those things where it's like um it was very interesting to me to see how how it progressed and how it was like a journey, which was also um, very reminiscent of the movie. You know, it's mostly about the journey of Jen and not really – the destination is there, but I liked the way the uh, books basically took you diff- to different worlds and different places, and I really liked that. That's that. I mean, you know, it's it's been nice being able to talk about um, what I liked about them, the few little criticisms that I've got, which are honestly very few. Yeah. I really, like I said, just really like what he did with it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like, really um, the big thing, um, like, going into the books, I mean, it was kind of a strange thing, like, uh, I mean, w- you know, with Age Resistance comes out and I was sort of intrigued about like, oh, you know, how they're all going to connect and or if they're going to connect at all, that sort of thing. And um, but like one of the big things I think with Joe's books was um, really almost getting to know like a lot of the, the Gelfling clans and the cultures and sort of um, mm-hmm. like the history um, so I, I mean, we definitely got a bit of that, like with age of resistance, but I mean, for example, um, probably the big one that really stood out to me was in song of the dark crystal. And there was that, that whole story about that, the vapor and the Grottons were once, um, one clan. Um, and then sort of over time they decided to, to sort of split up into two because mm. I think it was something to do, to do with the, um, um, because I think it was, it, I think I think it was to do with the one. They were the one clan, and they were to um, their role was to um, study the light or dark, something like that. And then mm-hmm. it was be, it, it became a bit too much that they decided to split them up into two. One can focus on the light, uh, the future, mm-hmm. and one can start uh, you know 
their role was part you know studying the past or you know the dark or that sort of thing um and i i actually thought like that was something that we you know might have where we might have got that in the show like I, i think i remember like at the end of um episode uh two no episode three i should say when um bria goes down those stairs and i thought oh you know she like maybe mm. know about her the past of the vaparin clan and um and um and all that kind of stuff so yeah no no which is which is really cool and um i guess you know what what what, what like what what you thought of the um of of the show like of um the, of age resistance it was just it was so good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the characters were great the um it was neat kind of seeing the world come alive and like you said the um differences within the cultures and things of that nature and how Brea was almost looked down on for wanting to delve too deep into that mm. which i thought was interesting yeah absolutely yeah i mean she was yeah so you know really starting them up i think it's interesting like with the three characters i guess with Rian and Bria and and Deet that all those characters were sort of leading to the same conclusion that something was up with the Skeksis and um mm. so they all sort of had their own different answers that combined into into one um in that way um you, you know like I mean Rian you know with witnessing with witnessing it and then Bria with studying and you know reading up about them and and you know questioning things essentially mm-hmm. and, and i guess deet had the visions you know from the tree um that something was definitely mm-hmm. going on so yeah 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 so no which is yeah pr- pretty neat yeah the three main characters they they all saw the same corruption but they were viewing it from different lenses and i thought that was really interesting how um the first episode of age of resistance was really just going back and forth between the um, inciting incident happening from the perspective of each of the three characters individually before they even came together. Mm. And it kind of reminded me of the experience of reading the books in the sense of how each book was from a different character's point of view. So um, we we got that chance to sort of experience that visually as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like, yeah, with the three books, like the first one was from Naya's point of view. The second one was from Kylan's um, point of view. And the third one was Amri, um, who was a, a grotten girl flaying that. Amri, I know, I know. I miss Amri. <laughs> that, was, that, I, that was my only real gripe. Yeah. The biggest problem with where is the puppet for Amri? He was, ugh. I know. <laughs> hopefully see. Yeah. That was my boy. I know. I mean, hopefully if they do a season two, I mean, I think that it'd be so cool if, yeah, if Amory came back. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful little goth boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in my mind, he was just off camera or behind a tree. He just, he just didn't make it into the frame, but he was there still. Yeah. yeah he <laughs> had his brain. earbuds in. He was listening to the cure off behind in a corner. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that, um, I'm sure that they probably um, the we're probably going to get into this how it just didn't seem when they actually showed the characters that were from the book mm. like it's almost like the characters from the books were a cameo in that and I didn't really I don't know something about the way they're portrayed just didn't strike me as being how the characters were. Mm. 
and that but that that was a little jarring for me oh man yeah. i am right there with you i have to preface by saying like i loved age of resistance and the complaints that i have have nothing to do with me saying like i was dissatisfied with it in any way but having literally just come off of the books like the day before finishing flames of resistance um, I mean, Flames of the Dark Crystal, like the day before Age of Resistance started, I was just like, the world of the books was really fresh in my mind. So I couldn't help but be just like hyped to see aspects of the book visually. And so when uh, the, in the episode, when we were introduced to Naya and Kylan, like I squealed, I was like, oh, yay, there they are. And um my fiance, who had not read the books, he's like, what, what, what's going on? Who are they? And I was like, I had to pause it and be like, they're from the books. They're the main characters from the books. They're amazing. Rah! And, you know, I proceeded to freak out and cry. Um, and then <laughs> upon the first viewing of the show, because it's, you know, I've now had three or four viewings of the show. But on the first viewing, I couldn't help but be a little bit let down by not necessarily the fact that Naya and Kylan were secondary characters because I didn't expect them to be the main characters at mm. all. Like we're getting different perspectives and that's okay. But I agree with Nancy that the, the characterizations of them were almost, they, they were very different. Like one of the main things is Naya is, she's so much more confident and sure of herself and almost more of a, a, a warrior. Like she almost had the, soldier-like demeanor that Gurjan has in the books whereas in the books Naya is more like the, the healer and she's still figuring things out and she's unsure of herself and she's you know she's on a journey to figure herself out and she has insecurities whereas this Naya that we saw I could see the Naya from the books eventually growing up to become the Naya that we saw in the show mm. but the fact that it was taking place at the same time you know, that it was the same time frame as the books. I was just like, she seems a lot more grown up and warrior-y <laughs> than she was in the books. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not getting that sensitivity that she had in the books. I didn't, I actually thought she seemed almost hostile. And I'm yeah. like, that just doesn't strike me as her personality. Because even when things were rough, she never struck me as being... I wouldn't call her demeanor bullying, but it's just something about the way they portrayed her. They kind of seemed too aloof. Like they were kind of not very cooperative. And I was just like, I just, I don't get this. This doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And she was really single-minded and, you know, I'm, I'm finding my yes. brother and I'm figuring out what's going on with my brother and, Ooh, you're a Vapra and, you know, get out of my way, Vapra. And I've, yeah, you know, I, like, I didn't feed into that sort of intergelfling racism stuff in the books. Yeah, I didn't. I, that's one of the things I didn't like. And I it was like me and my husband were watching them and he get excited about a scene and I was trying to get excited about it, but it would diverge from the plot of the books. And then I'd be like and he'd ask about it. And I'd be like, well, actually, that didn't happen in the book, but that's mm -hmm. fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I tried. I kind of tried to dissect myself and say, okay, this is the TV series. These are the books. It's going to be different. And I just need to accept differences and, you know, do, yeah. do it that way. And that's why, and it was very good. That's the way to look at it. If, if I may jump in. Um, Please do. Yeah. It's just, it, I remember growing up, there were always 
adaptations of movies in book form and they would come out around the same time as the movies so sometimes you'd see the movie then read the book and then sometimes oh hey the book's out but the movie isn't i'll go read that it was always different yeah. and so i expected that going into the first episode of age of resistance and i was right i'm like okay yeah this is going to be different so it's just to me as i said you know earlier in the podcast it's an alternate timeline for me so i'm getting to see a different perspective of the characters that i really enjoyed in the books and hopefully, you know, because it's created uh, after the books by with the interaction with Joey, um, that we're going to get those nods and, OK, well, we couldn't do this, but here you go anyway, if you're watching carefully. And that's mm -hmm. part of the joy of, you know, rewatching the series is you get to experience some of those things. Oh, right. I see. This is what they did. But as as for the characters. Yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> it, they're they're definitely secondary throughout the age of resistance and that's just kind of a head scratcher you just go okay well that's the way they needed to do it to be able to tell the story with the cast they chose i think uh ryan was always meant to be the main character yes even when we were writing stories for the author quest thing it was insistent that ryan be included in some way he didn't necessarily have to be a main character, but there needed to be mention of him, which makes me wonder if this show, maybe during that, was uh, being cooked up, you know? So, um, I mean, I, that was fine by me. And I think it was interesting. They kind of made Ryan a little bit, in my opinion, like Jen. And I did really enjoy it, but I knew that the characters, the main characters, were not going to be the main characters from the book. So there there are scenes that happen in the book that were happened, you know, from the perspective of other characters. But in this one, Ryan was the hero and Ryan was doing those things. Right. So that's why you kind of have to separate yourself from it and look at it as the television series, because it's still good and still has parts of the plot of the uh, books weaved in. It's just the characters are different. Yeah, there's there's enough of what was in the books in the series to not make it jarring or dissident to to your senses. You're like, what's going on? Who are these people? Why are they going in this yeah. direction? Shouldn't they be doing this? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, okay, well, this is where it should be. They're heading towards it. This has happened. These characters are doing mm -hmm. this. And, you know, there's some extra stuff going on here, which is very good. Uh, a certain puppet show is one of my favorite scenes. So, uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. But... You are not alone. Yes, exactly. I just enjoyed it for what it was. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, rebooting whatever franchise after 10 years, the choices that they make then for the, the audience of the time and what's happened since. So it's just the way it works. Yeah. It's not yeah. eternal. And and nobody wants to be that, that fan who's like, grumble, grumble, this is horrible. The books are right. better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we don't want to all be Game of Thrones fans. If they can Shots do it better, they can write a fan fiction. Stone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I will say I did kind of feel like before Age of Resistance came out, the books were sort of marketed with the vibe that they were going to tie in with the show more directly. I, I think that, you know, the stickers they put on the books and the like, you know, on a lot of the press material, they were saying like, oh, to get ready for the show, make sure you read these books. So there was sort of that that hint that they were going to be more interconnected in a a more like these go together 
sort of sense. And then, um, so I kind of had that expectation going in with Age of Resistance that there were going to be more ways that they were tied in. Not necessarily that you needed to have read the books first, but that you could read them in conjunction with each other and that they would fit like different puzzle pieces. And structurally, I still think that is kind of the case because there were times when, you know, Naya and Kylan would go off and step away from the narrative in Age of Resistance. And you're like, oh, that's probably when they went off and did that thing in the book. Um, so it still sort of fit in that sense. But then with different characterization choices, like we talked about with with Naya, where I thought, huh, it's interesting that they made that choice because they, I really was led to believe that these were going to be puzzle pieces that fit together to the same picture. Um, so my complaint is more with the way that it was marketed, I think. Um, before I, Age of I have to agree with you on that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's timing but, as well, you know, with book yeah. release schedules and the production, pre-production of Age of Resistance, they probably just couldn't tie it back and retcon it enough mm. to make it yeah. plausible. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also like, I like yeah. the way you used the word conjunction in there too, Cindy. That was nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I see what yeah. you did there. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I think the history like with the books um, that with Joe's, I think in in particular, probably the first two books um, and that they were sort of written based on sort of notes like that they had during when they were trying to make Age Resistance as an animated show. Um, and this is pro- probably before um, Jeff and Will um got on board with the show and um and i think you know once they realize oh wait this tv show is gonna it's actually gonna happen it's got the green light then you know i can understand like they definitely did try to do their best to you know to you know adapt some things like from the books and and whatnot um but i mean for me like i I was actually for me i was actually really surprised like once we got those um the character photos and seeing naya and kylan and like I was actually surprised that they were going to be in the show because I did I did thought that yeah. whoever was going to distance itself a lot more from the books and be like the books are its own thing. Here's this story that's happening concurrently or in conjunction with the show, mm-hmm. like like You're just having cameos sort of thing. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was definitely was interesting. Like especially like once we got to I think episode four um, when we got introduced to uh, Naya and, and Kylan. And I think from that point, I'm just like, okay, you know, it's it's not going to match up, you know, with the books because because yeah. some of the, the their introductions are a bit different. I'm like, okay, so it 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 is to a point where um I guess I think maybe Joe probably talked about it that you could sort of look at the books as sort of like like they did happen, but they're sort of like their own sort of interpretations of the story, or I, I guess you know like the, that alternate sort of universe of you know that that these stories could have happened in a different you know um in a different universal you know timeline that that yeah. that sort of thing so i think once i um you know realized episode four onwards it, you know it was gonna match up with the books and i was sort of like all right you know i'm now i'm gonna just gonna enjoy the show and not think too much of the books and then episode five comes along and um I, that was probably the big thing i was really surprised especially with the books um that a lot of things that happened in episode five uh, we got some of that like in the third book, um, uh, especially with that carriage sequence, sort of a little bit similar. I mean, you had the dream space um, that was a bit different, um, but also with um, the mall with the Moldra, um with Mayan when 
when she died in episode five. And I remember like reading that in, in the third book, you know, this is like about a good year and a half before the show came out. And I was like pretty shocked. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm curious. So that's going to like be told wherever that gets told in the show. And um, yeah, that was sort of a big part of, of the show, essentially like the Moldra being killed by, by the Skeksis and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It fit like, like I said, like a puzzle piece where like we would see events in the show that were talked about in mm. the in the novels. And I, I expected that to be the case. And I think it's super creative. And I yeah. love that we're seeing, you know, oh, we, you know, characters talked about this happening. And we were seeing how that affected these other characters um, from a different lens, from a different point of view mm. in the books. And then in the show, we're actually seeing that happen. So I expected honestly going in that we weren't going to see much at all of characters like Naya or Kylan. Yeah. Um, I ex- well, Gurgen though in the castle guard and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like that that felt like that intermeshed pretty well. Yeah. Because Definitely. I was like, okay, because we never got to see that really in the books and now we have this interaction between him and Ryan and they were supposed to be friends. This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That initial dream fast between uh Rian and Gurgen where where Rian is explaining to Gurgen what happened and getting him, you know, to understand his uh, what what he'd been through and everything, it really played out exactly like it was described mm. in the books. And again, that sort of built up my expectations of, okay, yeah, they're they're intertying them. They're going to be, you know, the books are going to be considered mm. canon, quote, with this storyline, and we're just going to be seeing the things that were alluded to in the books but that we didn't see firsthand. And yeah. then that's why it threw me for a loop where when we got more of Naya and Kylan, but then they were different. So I was like, I kind of wish yeah. we had just gotten a little less of them so that we, you know, if you wanted more of Naya and Kylan, go read the books. Yeah, totally, yeah. And, and that was the yeah. thing, like, especially, you know, talking about that scene with um, Rian and Gurgen. I mean, I think that was from episode two, which which Joe actually wrote um, that episode. So I think that was sort of some, mm-hmm. something fun. I think he sort of got to do at least, you know, um, connecting some things, that, you know, with the books and the way that sort of occurred. I felt like you could feel it, the episodes yeah. that, that Joe wrote. Like, you could tell that it was him if you had read the books. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. Oh, totally, his, yeah. his episode was probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah. And because, and I mean, that, I'm, and I definitely agree with you, um, Peter, about, like, the marketing. I, I think I was I was really, I was, I was actually really surprised that um, more so with the fourth book, like, came out a couple of days, like, before the show came out. Like, I, I personally thought felt that they should have delayed flames at least for a good um maybe like a month or two just you know get people watch the show and then um and then yeah you know people can read the books because yeah i mean there i think there are things in flames that definitely um yeah (laughs) which i think we'll get into you know how that connects to um with the show in a big way yeah they had been doing so much marketing for it though Mm. i don't think they really could delay it that much longer yeah because it it felt like i was waiting on this for a very long time already Mm. and even though i know that it would have probably been better if it had come out a little after you had time to read the other book i think that it just in terms of when they started to market it and the hype and stuff i think they had to put it out when they did or else they ran the risk of people losing interest yeah 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 true and i guess you know the fact that you know you, you had the whole four books so at least 
for people who are getting into Dark Crystal, you know, you've got these four, you know, the three books that are, you know, that they were being re-released in mm-hmm. paperback, um, which that was, you know, pretty cool. And, and yeah, then getting Flames mm-hmm. like a couple of days beforehand, um, which I mean, for me, like I know for myself, like I, I, I decided to hold off on Flames until the show, like after I watched, you know, the show, that sort of thing. Um, but I, I guess like Jason, I, I don't know how had you went whether you actually read Flames before seeing um, Age of Resistance. I started to because like like y'all, I was under the impression based on the marketing that because I, I remember even before Book Three came out, mm. and then you kind of got the Netflix announcement. They were saying things like, "Okay, this is the prequel to the Netflix show," you know, and then and then eventually kind of morphed into, yep. "Oh, well, th- this is actually more side by side with the Netflix show," and then you know, and, and then we kind of got what we got, you know, and in interviews I've heard and things like that, they've said, you know, they've learned lessons from that and mistakes were made, you know, they they tried to get it to rhyme as best as they could, and one way I've always, I I understand it in universe at least, I know behind the scenes it's, you know, they didn't they didn't expect to have this Netflix show and to do a puppet show or to, to do it through puppetry and things like that. So that was kind of a surprise. And so they took that and ran with it. And I'm glad they did because the show was incredible. And just, I can't believe we got nearly 10 more hours of Dark Crystal puppetry stuff. Oh, yeah, um, totally, and, yeah. And, and I do think that overall, the meta narrative of the books matches the meta narrative of the show. And, and also, if you remember, I mean, it was really these books that gave a lot of the lore and background to of the Gelfling and Thraw and things like that during that time. And all that stuff really matched perfectly with, with the show. Um, so I, I think if you zoom out a little bit, it's easier to see how it all fits in. And then, and then kind of my, my in-universe explanation for it, rather than just kind of saying like, well, alternate mm. timeline, I just go, well, it was an alternate storyteller. Just like if mm. you remember in creation myths, how, how the story exactly. of the wings, there's like three different yeah. stories of wings. And she's like, well, I have a different one. This one's, this one might be even better. Um, so I, and it fits the books perfectly because the books are told from the individual's perspective. And so I go, okay, maybe Naya was tougher than she thought. She was just kind of on the inside, more unsure about herself and this and that. And um, the show itself is told from the myth speaker perspective, you know, and she doesn't, she doesn't even know all the history of Thraw. You know, she's kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. latest Gexies for this and that. And, you know, her history is not even precise. And so I think the in-universe explanation is like, well, it's oral tradition. It gets passed down. Legends become this, tall tales. And so um, with that, you know, but the overall meta narrative fits for me. Um, but, but to answer your question, I did read about halfway through Flames of the Dark Crystal, because yeah. that book came out August 27th, and then the show was coming out August 30th, and I was still under the impression, like, okay, this is all prequel stuff. I want everything. And and I, I figured the books were just kind of, there might be some nods. I didn't think it was going to be the way it was. Yeah. And so I was planning to just binge read it, but then I, I heard some folks on Facebook mentioning, like, wow, I think this has spoilers for this, and I think this is this and this and that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of paused. It's like, because like, if there's a movie I'm going to watch, I stay away from the trailers and things like that. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I just, I just want to hear the story, how the storyteller intended it. 
and and so and so about halfway through flames i paused because i was like okay i i guess i'll just watch the show um and i watched the show and i had this funny scene that you mentioned you were watching with your fiance and they hadn't read the books i had the exact same situation mm-hmm. watching my fiance we're pausing it all the time I'm, I'm geeking out over this scene and that scene like oh and the book talks about this and oh i i know where tavra went and by the way her name's katavra in the books her full name and you know we just totally nerding out about it that's uh, how it was with me and my husband too. yeah yeah <laughs> so i found my people yeah and, exactly. Yeah. And I, and I think probably the thing that I, I think I kind of flipped out was um, the dream space scene with Olga and just saying those oh, words yeah. like Tia Kita Kita and just remembering those words so much from Tides. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like, you know, it's like yeah. things that, you know, reading the books, like we know what it means, like earth, fire, you know, water and wind or, you know, along those lines. You know that that meme of the girl cranking up the the girl cranking up the volume and crying and like raising her fist that <laughs> that i think was how we all felt like we were all like yes that's uh, it yeah. man <laughs> da, da. <laughs> that's one reason I, I still tell people i was like okay yeah now we're watching the show you kind of just watch it for the show and the books you kind of read them as as yeah. as they are uh, but I still encourage people. I was like, if you want some more kind of behind the scenes or some extra stuff, you will get that in the book. And just on their own, they're they're a great story, well written. And mm-hmm. and I think they're so special to me because they were my first steps into the prequel era of mm-hmm. Thraw. You know, at, at a time when we all we had was yes, the film yeah. and the world of the Dark Crystal, and all we know about is okay. In the past, there was Gelfling, and now there's just two, and they don't really know their own lore, um, and no, you know, no one really told them that much about it. Like walking through the swamps of Sog with Naya to the Sprites and clan, meeting Kylan, and then going to Stone in the Wood, and all these other, you know, just slowly, chapter by chapter, taking this long, epic mm. journey through Thra, what with the books was my first introduction to the prequel Thra, you know, or prequel Dark Crystal, mm. and it was, uh, and I think that's one reason this books are still just so special to me, and I just, I go, yeah, it, it didn't line up perfectly, I wish it was better, um, but man, I mean, I I love both of them, and I'm I'm so glad they kept all the lore and the big, you know, I keep using the word meta narrative, just all there still. Mm-hmm. I I'm yeah. one of those people who would do all the side quests rather than the main quest in a game, just oh, yeah. to go yeah. and explore. And yeah. I think that's why I love the books because you can just wander around, and like, oh, this is cool. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, they mentioned this. And then you can go dig up some facts. Yeah, the books give you that hundred percent for sure. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, on uh, the idea of a storyteller, in my idea of an alternate universe, in an alternate universe, there's a, a version of the Age of Resistance that was directed by Jim Henson, and he managed to tie it into the books. So whatever inconsistencies there were, he worked them out because, you know, he would be the one to do it. Oh, yeah. I think Jim Henson would approve. Yeah, no. <laughs> Agreed. Oh, gosh, yes. Agreed. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think they honored him well with, I mean, just bringing it back to mm. puppetry and then not just mm-hmm. staying with like, okay, we got to make it look 80s, but like, what's the new technology we could use? And how, could, but how can we still use puppetry as much as possible? And how can we integrate? See, yes, it was, Absolutely. I, I love it, love it. It really was gorgeous the way that, oh, the puppetry. I mean, that, it, it was nostalgic enough to make me feel like I was watching the movie again, only older. But at the same time, the new technology just made it so much almost more real. But I've, I've always been of the opinion that puppetry is better than just pure digital because puppetry, Preach. you've got something 
something physical, you know? Yep. If you actually put the two together, it's even better. But I mean, like, um, the fact that this was something tangible made all the characters just feel so much more real, which made yeah, me happy. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I, especially, like, with the show, I think the big thing I got out of the show is really getting to know the Skeksis a lot more. Because I know in the film... Um, it was really just the Chamberlain, the Gartha Master, and the scientist, and um, the the ritual master. But like pretty much everyone, every all the other characters were sort of like in the background. They were just sort of there, and so it, it definitely like you know watching the show and really getting to know like some of the other characters, like especially like with Skekok, for example. Mm-hmm. And then and then now like watching the movie, you know, now I'm like, oh well, you know, there's Skekok right there, and um all that kind of stuff. So I really felt like, yeah, with the show, they really had that able to push, you know, the storytelling and be able to get to know that, you know, all these characters so much more. Whereas, you know, with the film, we all had a pretty much a glimpse, I guess, in that, res- in that respect. So, yeah. I liked seeing um, the emperor and how his health was re- deteriorating because he was so cold and ruthless yet. He was doing all these different things to try and, you know, keep the illness at bay that he had gotten from the corruption of the crystal because it does seem kind of strange how he's ill at the beginning of the movie but it's like this is already showing you how he became ill and how his condition is deteriorating through the um episodes which i thought was really cool yeah and a lot of us were always wondering in the movie like well they're all the same age why is he so much more messed up than the rest of them and to to have that be a focus on his character and to really get that fleshed out was so satisfying. Mm -hmm. And it's also really interesting to me that, you know, being apart from Thra, then it ends up that the corruption that they caused in Thra killed him. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's fascinating that he became (laughs) affected and a part of Thra. And begin all the same. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, we've got so much um, to look forward to, like, we, we, you know, with the gathering songs and, you know, sort of deep diving, like all these discussions. So, um, yeah, it's always a, a lot of fun. Bring on season yeah. two. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think, you know, that they'll wrap up for this episode of the gathering songs. Um, yeah. Just wanted to do just an introduction, um, you know, getting, you know, bringing the show back. Um, it, it, it has been something that I've been wanting to do. Uh, for a while um it's just you know with last year with age resistance that really took over doing all these um episode roundtable discussions with um on the trial by stone show so it's it's kind of cool to be able to sort of continue them um with the gathering songs and also to you know have yourself uh jason you know as being sort of the host um for for these shows so i'm you know i'm 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 just excited i'm looking forward to you know what you do with these shows and and you know just deep diving into um with flames of the dark crystal but also there's so many other stories that are going to be coming out in the months to come and and hopefully for years to come so yeah it's a lot to look forward to yeah if if anyone hasn't read the books i would definitely encourage you to you know pick up and read and join us because i obviously we have a lot to talk about the books we haven't even gotten to the first couple chapters and um 
even if you've watched the show and think you you know it all, I mean, you you will be surprised how much lore and kind of side things you learn and the the motivations of characters and things like that from the books. And so I'm I'm really mm-hmm. excited to be able to nerd out about it all with with y'all and and get y'all's opinions on it. And um, just you know, like like I always say, just keep exploring Thraw, especially with fellow fellow fans. Never stop. Nah, it's all just it's all just the the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so yep, yep. No, thank so thank you so much, Jason, and um and of course you know uh, for the listeners I think you you can pretty much find you on YouTube with the Dark Crystal Conjunction, um so yeah definitely check check that YouTube channel and I'll put I'll put all these links in the show notes, um so again uh, Sydney I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show and um I think you know we've got a lot more child by stone to look forward to with, with yourself on the show and sort of continuing you know with these interviews and discussions that we sort of got going on as well so be a, a lot of fun yeah well thank you I'm yeah very excited and and Pete, i just want to say thank you so much again for being on the show and um i guess you know i'd like to know like how can listeners you know find out more about um your work uh, thanks um you can just go to uh my novel trilogy site it's the easiest it's uh dwimsaga.com that's d w i m saga.com and I post a monthly update there on the 13th. Yeah. And yeah, I'm currently just deep in the editing stage. So pull in uh, the door closed behind me and working on it all day. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. No, I'm looking forward to it. I always like checking out your website and all the updates that you do every now and then. And, and I know you did. I think I think there was one update. You did a bit of a shout out to the podcast. So I, I really appreciated that. Absolutely. But yeah, absolutely. But we'll have that in the show notes as well. And uh, Nancy, again, thank you again for being mm-hmm. on the show. And and um, how can listeners find out about your work and you know all your books that you've been um, been doing? Um, well, uh, you can check my Facebook page, which is Writer Nancy Gray. Um, I do have a writer's blog, which is nancygray.blogspot.com. And if you ever just want to email me, it's nancy.gray.writer at gmail is my email address. So anyway, and I my last series that I did was um, Spine Chillers. And if you're interested in that, it's under Nancy Gray. Hope you are. Cool. Goosebump style book. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so um, again, yeah, I will put all these links in the show notes. Um for any of the listeners to you know check out all, all your works and stuff so no which is awesome so yeah i think again yeah so thank you so much um for tuning in and um definitely stay tuned for more episodes of the gathering songs the gathering songs the dark crystal discussions is a production of three point edit if you would like to get in contact with the show you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com we're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod and on Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, visit our website at darkcrystalpodcast.com.